Inside Digital Transformation Podcast. Inside Digital Transformation explores how organizations of every size and shape are using technology today to survive and thrive in the face of relentless change. If you are a business or technology leader charged with making the most of digital transformation in your organization, then this podcast is for you. And now here's your host, Alan Bernard, a technology journalist, editor, and copywriter who has been covering the intersection of business and technology for over two decades. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Today, I'm speaking with Claudia Contreras, Executive Director of Global Sustainability Services at the computer giant Lenovo, about how business leaders can implement sustainable digital transformation. Sustainability is key to ensuring a future in which all of our children have the same shot at achieving their full potential as we did. If we continue down our current path of unrestrained and unrelenting consumption without consideration for the long-term impacts it is having and will have for generations to come, the chances of that happening diminish by the day. Claudia, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Appreciate the time. Yeah, absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. So it's going to be a good conversation. It's an important conversation. You know, digital transformation today obviously is is a hot topic, right? But I think everyone's kind of got sustainability, at least I'm hoping, front of mind when they're starting to think about technology. But first of all, we have to kind of level set and talk about what is sustainability, right? And what does it actually mean in terms of digital transformation? So why don't we start there and we'll just jump in from that. Sure. So, I mean, yeah, and I appreciate the time. I mean, this type of forum is is great for us to be addressing these things very directly. Um, So for sustainability, overall, it's it's a very hot topic at the moment, like you rightfully said, not only are individuals thinking about it and and us as individuals, we also act this way on from a as a consumers, we're mm-hmm. we're looking for that sustainability aspect. But right. when thinking about organizations and what what's important in in parallel to digital transformation is that we're thinking about it in a way to sustainability for the effort of yes. On one side, it's climate action, mitigation of climate action, making good on the commitments that we're making as corporate citizens. Um, but then it's also what does that do to our overall business and how we can embed sustainability in the fabric of our business without it having to be a side project, a side thing. It's it's truly embedding sustainability into a business where the focus really should be from a corporate side. Because um, if not, and you're treating it as, as a side thing, it, it, it we're not going to make the kind of progress that we actually need and the commitments that are needed. So you had asked the question, what is sustainability? Yeah. It means sustainability. I mean, it's a loaded question, but sustainability is the way that we we position our efforts. So what we are doing now is is in in function of we're thinking about what this will mean for the future. And in the in the sense of digital transformation, how we are leveraging data technology and that information that we can gather to make the right choices for that future. Okay, but what is sustainability? Is it carbon footprint? Is it upcycling, for example? You mentioned that in your email. Uh, is it uh, maybe holding off a, a, a you know technology refresh for a year? Is it buying you know off lease equipment so it doesn't have to be re, you know made new? That type of thing. That, that's kind of where I'm going. So what does it mean to be sustainable today? Because I think from a consumer point of view, when I think about sustainability, I think renewables. 
right? I think recycled goods, I think recycled packaging, but that's just the tip of the iceberg as far as what can be done, certainly from a corporate side, because you have supply chain, you have partners, you have, right? So that's kind of where I was going with that question. So Yeah. So, I I mean, from a corporate standpoint, and when, when it comes to what sustainability really means, you start off with where we are. So the, the 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 purpose here is that we need to reduce our carbon footprint. It's like a way of measuring it and to know how much you are, how more sustainable you are becoming. One, you can measure it is is the first step is is to say, how can we reduce our impact and make a positive impact from our operations, from our business and what we're doing? So the, the first the first step of that is where where are we today so you measure where are you today and mm-hmm. then how am i impacting my environment how am i impacting through the business and operations that i lead so then when re- reducing your amount of impact and making that impact positive that is the path towards being sustainable now in practical terms what does that mean it means producing goods in a sustainable way leveraging materials that are sustainable leveraging renewables, um, upcycling, and and making your products durable, repairable, and reusable. So it's designing the sustainability within your operations, your products, so they can be leveraged um, in a positive way. Unlike the planned obsolescence that I grew up with, Mm -hmm. that's, that's not the mindset that is a sustainable mindset, correct? That that's correct. And I think you're, you're touching on a specific thing. Um, in our traditional consumption model and what you know unfortunately still is highly prevalent is the, what, the linear economy where products are made it would be commonly referred to it as a take make waste model so products are made to be okay. resources are gathered they're they're made into products those products are used once they're done with that first use then they become obsolete they become waste that is complete opposite to nature it's the complete opposite of what you would you would find in what we are transforming into and the the intent the goal and the path towards becoming more sustainable is transforming to a circular economy circular economy is very much mimicking that that natural state where you are designing products you are designing your consumption so it is it is not planning for the the obsolete instead it's it's utilizing um materials that can be renewed it's it's looking for looking for that use of a product but then how will i what will happen to it once that first use is up what will we transform it into the next use how will we extract those materials and resources mm-hmm. so they can be regenerated it's regenerating resources is it's having products live longer and having a a home for those products once that first cycle is completed that is the goal the method is is that circular economy mm-hmm. so that that's from from a technology point of view that's where we're aiming to get to so we can our products are circular and have been designed from the beginning to reduce the waste to be um circular to in in you're talking about lenovo's projects lenovo's, lenovo's project and the technology products. when we we cannot that's correct so on the lenovo side Absolutely. But even from a technology point of view, mm-hmm. and when we're thinking about technology in general, the path towards sustainability, circular economy is at the center of it. Right. Um, right now, it feels like that's a goal, aspirational. 
an aspirational goal, not one that's particularly achievable? Um, I don't, I'm, it is aspirational. We're not, and, and it is, but it is achievable. I, I would, I would say that that, that is possible and it's, but it starts, it starts with the first steps that we're taking. So the, the type of things that we need for a circular economy to really take root and be where we need it to be is first there's a need for innovation and it starts with materials and and the way that we can leverage those materials post-consumer content in products being able to extract resources that can then be reutilized and be able to have the type of durable and, and and quality resources to put into the products as needed. Sometimes we, you know, we think that if something is recycled, is the quality going to be, deg- is, is, are you degrading right. quality? Always, always and, it, and, and it, 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 it's, it's been an issue, but it doesn't have to be on, you know, I, I can say what we do, there's uh, testing and there's, there's all sorts of, of innovation that's being created working with our suppliers in order for that, for that not to be the case. We're incorporating a lot of post-consumer content in our products. There's recent announcements of, about things that in particular on, you know, our ThinkPad Z series, you know, you have, you have vegan leather being used, you have bamboo and sugarcane in packaging. There's multiple ways mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of, of incorporating that and, and using it within the product without having to sacrifice any type of quality. So it's the way that you think about it. It's designing it into it from the beginning. That's the key difference. If you design it in from the beginning, it makes it, it makes the rest mm-hmm. of the cycle mm-hmm. doable. Right. Um, we do have a long ways to go. Overall, there's innovation that's needed. There's there's materials and supply and and a lot more that that we need for this to become a full reality. But that is the path, and that's the goal. Okay, uh, I'm going to ask you a question that would seem on its surface to be incredibly obvious, but often is not. In when you are actually making uh, high dollar business decisions that have a lot of potential impact, and that is why is sustainability important to think about today for executives? And obviously, we're we're skewing towards technology technology executives, but the tech guys still have to convince the other, you know, the CFO, the COO, that these are good ideas, right? Yeah. And so I'm kind of leaning in that direction. So why, you know? why should a CIO be thinking about sustainability as opposed to just getting the best value out of the, the, the you know, the laptop refresh that they're, they're concerned? Oh, yeah. that, that's an excellent question. Well, let me start off with it. There's a multitude of reasons, um, but let me start off with just a, an example. We used to see and RFQs that we were getting re- requests for for quotes and mm-hmm. and for information about products and when customers are, are are assessing who they are going to be buying from and what they're going to be buying, we used to see sustainability questions hidden somewhere in one of the many page twelve things. or something. Right? Exactly, yeah. exactly. Now. Um, I, I think it, we had done looked at just some information lightly. It's about 90% of RFQs have sustainability questions, and not on page 12. As you say, it's 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 heavily weighed in RFQs. So the the point here is that we are seeing a huge shift in what customers are requesting and the way that this is and the weight that it's being given. So that's one that's on the practical terms. So you have customers are beginning to demand it and and the demands are also tied to brand, image, 
and 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 um, commitments that are being made by these same corporations. Lenovo is an example of that. We're committing to net zero. We have um, science-based targets initiative um, validated commitment, but that by 2050, we will be net zero. In order to do that, there are many things that we need to go do to make that possible. So as you, we are assessing suppliers and who we are going to be working with, it's important. And, and we cannot make good on those commitments if that's not if that, that wouldn't be the case. So right. you have consumers demanding it because of their own commitments. Then you have regulators. So if you need somebody to twist your arm, there are plenty of right. regulations now that are popping up that will be forcing companies to one, disclose, and secondly, actually do things about, do something about it. So you have, you have the pressure on the consumer side, you have the pressure on regulation. And if that's not enough, employees, um, people that if you want to attract the best talent, this is also top of mind for more and more individuals that are if, that if you want to attract that top talent, that this is an important topic. So it's it's coming from all angles mm-hmm. and it's it, it's I'm not going to say it's exclusive to technology, but we are all feeling it. And that's why, you know, you you also see it in 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 companies left and right that are bringing this up as a topic that they want to be focused on. Okay. Um, and that, you know, you, okay. Yeah. I'm thinking of the CIO of a consulting firm, for example, right. Mm-hmm. Of the CIO of a food service firm, you know, they're consumers of technology. They're not creating technology. They're simply using it to further their own businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the argument that that CIO makes? Is it just simply brand reputation, attracting talent, um, or is there a, um, the, I, I just feel like there needs to be a business impact, a business, uh, operational, you know, something positive to the bottom line that they can take to the CFO and say, look, if we do these things, then right. we can actually measure, get a measurable return on sustainability and not just feel good. It's not a feel good metric, right? Oh, yes, absolutely. I think if this were just a feel good, um, this would not we, we th- th- this this wouldn't have traction um, okay. other than other than the, the brand value side of it. So leaving that to the side, as as you mentioned, I'm, I'm going to go back to our circular economy examples, circular economy at, at the net. And again, going back to the whole premise of it, if you peel back the onion, circular economy is about reducing waste. It's all about optimizing and reducing that waste from your supply chain, from your your overall your, your overall network. So regardless of what industry you're in, there there's that waste can be can be a, a target, a target for you to say, we have got to figure out the better way to optimize our resources. And by optimizing them and reducing that waste, there is a clear economic impact to that, that be from energy or be from products in particular. CIOs in particular, you know, e-waste, keeping products living longer um, in going to usage models. You know, you don't need to own a product to necessarily get the benefits from it. And, And that in itself, that usage model, is is a perfect example of how you can how that financial impact is is quickly translated into the operations and and the way that you can impact very directly with with the way that um, you consume. So let, let's take a, a a typical example of say you know refreshing five thousand laptops or five hundred laptops, right? If you trans 
uh, scribe. You, you transfer, replace. I can't think of the word. Sustainability with optimization. Maybe you can make a business case that achieves both. Yeah. Agree. Agree with you on that. Um, Last year, we did a survey from with CIOs that you know we worked with, and 92% of them are considering these usage models, a a true scale model or or device as a service model, as the way to consume, and that's precisely the reason. Has sustainability been a a ground up, um, a concern that has bubbled up, or has it come down from the board now that ESG is something that that it has to be considered in corporate decision making. Yes, um, it from on the Lenovo side, it's 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 not new. Um, we've been reporting on it for a while now. I think it's over 15 years, and and it is it is a it is a, a board, but then it's also the ground up. We have we have advocates and we have um, processes throughout all of our value chain um, present everywhere. And then you also have the, the, the tops down. And there's a reason for that. You have um, there because there's levels and there's tiers, even within the organization, you have the corporate mission, the corporate mission that that stands by, you know, science-based targets initiative and making bold corporate goals that cascade into the KPIs or the, the key mm-hmm. um, performance indicators from, you know, um, mid-level management all the way down to um, all employees. But then you also have it from the ground up because this is where the innovation happens. This is how we can fuel actual um, and tactical things that can be done and where the ideas come from from what can be attacked quickly and and what needs additional type of research. So you have it you have it on 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 all angles. And I think that's the that's the way that you can one push for the company to for for us to invest in what needs to be invested and then also get that ground level view of where those investments should be going. How do you measure sustainability? This is kind of something, you know, you see these numbers thrown around 78 metric tons. I mean, is that a physical ton of carbon, right? Um, or is it, a, is it a, an estimate? I mean, so it, it seems to me that, that there's going to be some fuzziness around the ability to put metrics on sustainability. Or is there some really hard and fast ways to measure your efforts? Yeah, so what we what we do is we follow the science. And again, this is why, you know, going through um, through a methodology and, and something that's proven and it's it, it, it's it's an agreed upon methodology, which is a science based targets initiative. That's what we follow. And and the, the well, metric, well, let's say that mentioned that a few times. Calorie, what is the science based target? Science based targets. Yes, it it's. We there. There's a common consensus that climate action that requires us to make commitments on reducing um, by 1.5 degrees Celsius the amount of, of heat within our, you know, the, within um, the, the environment. Correct. Yeah, the Paris and basically. The, right. Exactly. Exactly. And the science behind that would say that there needs to be certain targets of how those reductions can occur and can be measured. The the calorie that's used in this case is carbon, as you were mentioning. Carbon, um, and and specifically, you know, without the intent to bore anybody, but you know, scope one, two, and three 
is the way that they're classified. And that comes from the emissions from producing goods, the emissions from transporting goods and, mm-hmm. and distributing them. And then also it's the 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 energy that's used for for um, as the goods are being used. So that's mm-hmm. like the, the, the it's, like it's a, a smartphone is a great example. Right? Exactly. So so in that in that process. The way that we are measuring it is by saying my overall emissions, we baseline emissions and we say this is our emissions today. And from that, we are targeting 50 percent reduction in within the in the emissions from scope one and two. And one and two would be the from directly what we control. And then we are focused on, you know. 35% reduction by this year. There's there's measurable targets like that that are very much commonly based on that CO2 or that greenhouse gas emissions um, number. There's okay. m- multiple other angles, but that's right. the way that we're measuring, and that's the, the the industry-wide way that that you know we're 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 reaching that or looking towards those goals. So the carbon measure is just simply a uh, proxy for all kinds of efforts. Is that kind of one way to think about it because sustainability means so many more things i mean there's a human yes. you know, hum, uh, humane aspect of it there's a societal Absolutely. aspect to it right there's exactly okay. yeah so the so when we think of sustainability and the way that we've been addressing it up until now we're very much thinking about that environmental side like more of that 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 is commonly measured by co2 but you're absolutely right biodiversity um getting into aspects on the, the social side the when we talk about esng so it's environmental social and governance that's when you look at the the, the full the, the the full side of it and that's how we we measure it at least on on the noble mm-hmm. side and most corporations would would measure it that way but um but the the carbon and is that calorie that okay. you leverage to measure your impact, to baseline and and track your progress. So what are some of the technologies that can be brought to bear today to increase the sustainability of digital transformation as a whole? I want to touch on one that I think is very much at when when we think of of how we can take this a step further, there is innovation needed. Let's okay. let's just be you know the, Good, yeah, and that. Fair. Yeah. And and that the the innovation needs to be about thinking with that sustainability side in mind. Um, l- let me give you an example of one of those things that, that and the way that you think about it, designing for a sustainable outcome. We have on Lenovo, we have what's called our Neptune technology. Um, this is incorporated into our data centers and there's it's water cooling technology, mm, but not sure. evaporative water cooling. So it's it's recycled warm water within the, the, the unit. It basically it, it reduces the amount of heat. It it, it it's it's effective. It's 99% effective. It reduces by the amount of energy consumed by that same data center. Um, in a traditional way, it, it reduces it by 40%. Mm. So if you think of the energy consumption that it it takes to power our devices, the, the cloud, um, oh, how yeah. AI, we are able to do everything. ChatGPT is a huge carbon footprint, for example, massive. Bitcoin, right. right? You know, on and on. And and in in that sense, you don't want to stifle. You don't want to stifle technology. You don't want to stifle the, the the processing power that all of that will 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 be in benefit of, of humanity. Um. So, but but then you also don't want to end up with these these massive 
data centers that are, are sucking up energy that we are, are then, you know, that's energy that's not clean. So think about it in designing for that, thinking about if we can have a clean source of energy, wind, hydrogen, you know, renewable energy. All of the above nuclear. Exactly. All of the above, right? yeah. So there's there's that piece. You take that energy and that is your source. You you put it into a system like a Neptune where you have water cooling. That's already an efficient way of, of And that's of been around that's the old it. technology. That's been around for since I started writing about data centers twenty five years ago. And and then you by <clears throat> but then by again by leveraging that and designing it so where you're saying, okay, now we take that and we don't treat heat as waste. We don't even what's what's left because most of most of the data center and that energy consumption is spent on on cooling it. It's it's mm-hmm. spent on yep. ensuring yep. that it's it you know it doesn't overheat. And the more power, the more heat. So then now you're getting into a mode where well let's take let's look at heat not as a waste product. Let's look at the heat and use that heat for another purpose. Let's use it to heat our, our, our water system. Let's use it to power um, something else. Heat is energy as well. So now you're, you're thinking clean energy source, effective way of managing a, a data center and using technology, software that can help you turn things on and off. And then you use that heat to power something else. Then you're, you're really thinking about that, that approach where it, it does become usage of, of, of products, not as waste, but as more of that resource for the next thing. So this is this is the type of innovation and the type of of mindset that we need to get to in order to truly make those large strides. Okay. So what I'm curious, what uh, policies can be put in place from a CXO perspective that helps facilitate sustainability? Um, so there's there's a number of things, and it really does depend on what the corporation the the corporations um, you know what they do and all. But the first thing is that bottoms up that bottoms up approach where you start embedding sustainability into the, the how people are measured and overall that it is that is it's cascaded tops down that it becomes. It becomes part of the core business. It's not a nice to have. It's not this side function. It's embedded. Um, I think until you embed that, it, it it's you know it's a lot slower in in the progress. And there has to be a business reason as well okay. parallel to that. I, I don't I don't think it's you know we have businesses to run. So this mm-hmm. there the, the we're, we're we shouldn't ignore that. We shouldn't pretend it doesn't exist. It it it, it has to be aligned with the business. Um, you know, uh, uh, my my organization. So the role I play in Lenovo, I'm executive director for Global Sustainability Services. This is a portfolio that we deliberately created because there is the need from our customers. They're demanding sustainable options. Not all of those sustainable options are necessarily have to be part of of a solution that we create. Somebody might want to leverage sustainable aviation fuel when they're flying their product because they need to fly it, because they can't do ocean or because there might be specific reasons. Not all products and not all customers will need it. Well, maybe we can give them an option for that. Um, These these are the types of things where we're embedding the business side with also 
enabling customers to make sustainable choices and making it part of as as you know as an option to choose from and that can be productized and that can be incorporated into the business i run that portfolio and it, it and it's a it's a valid business and it's a valid function because it hits on both sides it helps us with our own corporate mission and it helps our customers down their path and it's so part I, of a business that's generating revenue gotcha i thought you sustainability services were internal to lenovo you're you have an external facing uh group that services Absolutely. customers that's what it sounds like is that right Absolutely. Um, we've the way that we we got to this point was that, you know, we we were doing a whole lot on the Lenovo side, smart packaging, like I was mentioning. We we're looking into biofuels, and you have all of these all of these networks and partnerships have been created for our own purposes. And the realization is that we're not in, it's not just us, Not we are not the only ones that are aiming towards net zero. We have our customers that are needing the same thing. Well, how can we help them? All right, Claudia, thank you. Uh, we've been given the flag to time. Okay. Um, right. I know, we're up, so I appreciate it, the extra time. But, no, yeah. uh, thank you. Thank you yeah. so much for the time. Yeah, thank you, Claudia. I appreciate you making time for me. Cheers. Okay, all right. Bye-bye. Thanks, Alan. If you like this episode, please tell your friends and check out our other shows. You can find Inside DT on all the major hosting platforms, including Apple, Amazon, Spotify, and Google. Talk to you soon. Bye.